0: Hello, and welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to throw elaborate parties just so one girl you like will show up.
1: Yeah. It's not a phase. (laughs) It's not a phase.
0: (laughs) Still doing it.
1: Nick Carraway's neighbor, Jay Gatsby, is an enigma. His cousin Daisy is the object of Gatsby's eye, but there is more than the Manhasset Bay keeping them apart. Through Nick's eyes, we see Gatsby as a mystery, a friend, a nightmare, a fool, and a tragedy as he pines for Daisy's lost love. Through Nick's story, we learn that there is no elaborate party, yellow Dusenberg, or closet full of beautiful shirts that can reignite their love, and the glowing green light across the bay that Gatsby so mournfully reaches for will always be out of reach. Ah, that sucks.
0: Sucks <laughs> for him. Yikes. My name is Caitlyn and I wish the outdoors would let me be their friend. What are they doing to you? I just every time I go outside I'm like what a beautiful day and then I can't breathe.
1: No. Stop yeah. stop trying to choke Caitlyn to death. Not yeah, good. I, Bad. Not that's where all the oxygen was, but Yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed it. I'm, allowed it. <laughs> I'm Emberlyn, and I don't think we should let Mark Wahlberg be in movies anymore. Do
0: you have a reason no. for that?
1: No. okay i do not have a reason
0: (laughs) she doesn't have a reason but we do have a book to talk about this week yes uh we are talking about of course the great gatsby as we have already established but why not repeat it for the 80th time already in Mm. two minutes (laughs) was there a specific moment in the great gatsby that hooked you
1: uh i think for anyone who hasn't read the book before there might be an air of mystery surrounding mr gatsby before you meet him um there are rumors among the new york socialites about who he truly is and I think uh, that question of who he is of why he's reaching for the light at the end of the dock is an intriguing one and I think that's what really drew me in when I first read this book back in high school um, and what continues to be really intriguing to me now um, on maybe like a second or third read Um, and then there's also something about the way that Fitzgerald writes that immerses you in the story of Gatsby and in Nick Caraway's perspective of it all, um I appreciate both of those things so greatly. And that's really what kept me fully immersed in the book. Uh, how about you?
0: Yeah, 100% the mystery of who got to be is for me. That's who, like, we read this when, like, was our sophomore year? No, our junior, junior year of high yeah. school. I remember, like, that was really what was intriguing to me the first time. And then even, like, This time around, it had been a while since I had read it, in fact, since junior year of high school to be specific, Um, since I read it and watched the movie. So I was like, oh yeah, what was everything about him? Like, who is he? Um, So that was really cool, because I love it when books don't always give you the full truth about a character in the Mm -hmm. beginning. Because I'm a sucker for puzzles, and I love trying to put all the pieces together. Mm -hmm. And I can't do that without reading the book more. So, of course, hearing so much about Gatsby before we even meet him really got me intrigued. And then you meet him, and you still don't know what's really true and what's not. So it's just really fun to uh, put all those pieces together and see which ones fit.
1: It is. There's something so mysterious at the beginning of this book for anyone who hasn't read it that I feel like really draws you in. Um, that's why it might be one of the few books that I really enjoyed from high school. Um, so did you have like a favorite quote from this book? Um,
0: yeah, I got a couple. Uh, when Jordan asked Nick, (laughs) okay, (laughs) sorry, I'm like just reading what I put. This is really funny. Um, when Jordan asked Nick, "Having a gay time now?" Uh, <laughs> I burst out laughing because I know that by "gay" she means happy, but also this time around, uh, because this was my second time reading the book, I was reading into all the hints that Nick might be gay. Because there's been a lot of people who have like pondered that question of like, could his character be gay? Mm. So I was like, I want to try and like, I want to see what people are trying to pick up on like from that reading and just see if anything comes out. Um, so when uh, she asked him that, I just it just got me laughing. I was just like, ooh, I hope he's having a good time now. Yeah. You better <laughs> uh, be. <laughs> you better be. And then uh, later when Nick says, imagining that I, too, was hurrying toward gaiety, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, bud, you got it.
1: Yeah. Good job. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Thumbs <laughs> nice. up.
0: <laughs> so that was just uh, really fun for me this time around. Uh, also when Gacy said, I'd like to just get one of those pink clouds and put you in it and push you around. <laughs> because that's the 1920s equivalent to I want to study him like a bug. <laughs> and it also made me laugh out loud. That's so true. Uh, and then honorable mention to Old Sport, because Gatsby says it 43 times in the book, wow. and yes, I
1: counted. Really? 43 times? Yeah,
0: yeah I, uh, I had it on my phone um, totally legally in case anybody's asking and um so I was able to like highlight all the time I like the first time he said it I was like I'm gonna highlight every time he says old sport and so I did
1: and it was 43 wow that's a lot of times that's a lot of times to say that
0: a lot of times to say those words how about you did you have a favorite
1: quote yeah I had two um and they were both kind of heavy I feel like (laughs) yours were cool mine were like sad I'm more like emo this is,
0: this is why we have a podcast baby i one of us is fun sometimes and the other of us, one of us is actually deep and analytical about the literature we're talking
1: about and brooding and depressed um so my first was <laughs> life starts all over again when it gets crisp in the fall um and i just write Ugh. i just wrote he's so right for that like It's such a simple line, but I've heard it so many times um, used on uh, quirky Christian Girl Autumn coffee mugs and (laughs) signs and Instagram posts, and it just, like, it hits, man. Like, when I heard the lines, I was like, oh, that's familiar. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, And, and and in, like, a completely comforting and, like, toasty like warm and fuzzy way I was like yeah it does yeah it does man I was really into that and then um the end line uh which really gets me going every time um so we beat on boats against the current born back ceaselessly into the past Uh, (laughs) Ah, ow like just remember just imagine me like conking my head as I roll down my stairs going ow 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 each time my head (laughs) hits the stairs uh yeah because, like, the implication of that is, like, no matter what we do, no matter how we dream, we cannot escape our past um, or that's... push forward. And I was like, don't.
0: <laughs> that's so heavy because, like, first of all, when I when I read it this time, I audibly went, oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's the end. Okay, we're just going to end on that note. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting because, yeah, I think in a way... Well, like you can't escape your like what's done is done. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can't you can't go back and change it. But it, I feel like it's such like a heavy and depressing take on it. Be like, ah, what's the point? Whatever happened happened. Right. It's like okay, yeah, that happened, but you can still like grow and change from that. You right. Know? Right. And it just seemed like, and the way this book ends is is so kind of depressing, really. Mm-hmm. Um. But I th- I think it's an interesting way to, that like, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say and it won't be said eloquently, but like how you just kind of got to make, uh, do what you can with the life that you're given, you know? See, and, beating uh, on your boat, homie. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what's over the horizon. Like, okay, yeah. There was a storm back there, but look at the sunset. So pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's my hot day. I love it.
1: I love it. I, I don't know, because like, that was kind of my thinking, too. Like, I don't know what the intention is, and I probably could have looked more into it, but I was just kind of like, <laughs> meh. Um, but I, I wondered about the interpretation of this line, because in one sense, I'm like, so it's good, I suppose, that we do continue to beat on against the current... Um, you know, with this intention of getting better. I, I, I really appreciate that human spirit, to the, the, that desire to be better. But I also, I wonder if, if the message underneath that is like, even if you do, you'll still end up where you were. And I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at
0: all. I don't all. want
1: that. No. I'm choosing not to interpret it like no. that. No. Imagine me just like putting the book down and then just like hiding it under my mattress and being like, no, <laughs> I don't want is that. It-
0: and yet uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald is just like, and yet you come back to this book after it was already in your past. <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> it reminds me of um, that line from Arrested Development where George Bluth is like, I don't want these. And that like was my <laughs> yeah. favorite meme for years because like that's the, yes.
0: I love that show so much. Yeah. No, I don't
1: want these. Like, I don't want these. <laughs> like, yeah. So, Caitlin... <laughs> What song would you ask the band to play at your late night Wild Mansion parties?
0: Um, I said Cruel by Jackson Wang simply because that song came out recently. Recently. (laughs) Recently. It came out recently, and I really like it. Oh. <laughs> it came out recently, uh, and it has the lyrics, I'm coming back to you, so I really hope you don't mind. I know you want me to, even though you're not mine. Which just, to me, screams Gatsby Ruh-roh. to Daisy. Yeah, And I was like, oh, this is convenient. Uh, yeah. So Cruel by Jackson Wang would be my song played at the mansion party. How about you? Um,
1: I'll tell you, but first I want you to know that when you said Cruel... I immediately thought of cool by the Jonas Brothers, and I was like, Why would that be? <laughs> I'm feeling so cool. I was like, Why? Listen,
0: I was a Jonas Brothers girl once,
1: maybe I still am. I was gonna say, Once, um, we don't have time to unpack all that. What's up with you? Think? <laughs> um, so do you remember in the Baz Lerman movie? Um, do I remember? That is it. Yeah. Like, do you remember when um, there's like this really great little cover of Crazy Right Now by Beyonce? Uh yeah, like, big How band cover. Yeah, I love that. I think that would be playing.
0: I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Also, that soundtrack remains superior. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Not that I really see anyone having any discourse about the soundtrack ever. But no. uh, the way they mute they. Wow, I can talk. The way they used music in that movie was just incredible.
1: Yeah, Fox. like,
0: I mean, that's where the uh, Lana Del Rey song uh, "Young and Beautiful" comes from. Like, yeah, it was it was written for that movie. I'm not gonna look that up, but I'm gonna. gonna <laughs> I off have my just memory. determined that
1: it was written for that
0: movie. <laughs> Listen, I procrastinated a bit in high school and I still got pretty far and doesn't mean that I'm going to do any yeah. more work for this podcast, I'm still here. which is my pride and joy. <laughs> uh, but no, I really, I just thought it was so cool. I, sometimes I feel like in movies or TV shows, when you try to take a, like a, a story that takes place um, in the past and then you bring in current music, um, it can be done very not good mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um just like my grandma right there was not good uh but I don't know like this one this one really I don't know just really floated my boat you know it's really a special my wagon
1: it's really special and if you've ever seen Moulin Rouge which is Lerman's uh oh, movie before God. this like he I mean the way that it's wound in there too yeah wow Um,
0: Wow! Like I, I guess an example of that would be like, like in Bridgerton, they take modern songs and they make it orchestral. And sometimes I remember it would kind of take me out of it, but other times I really, I don't, it really grew on me. So Mm -hmm. um, that's a, I guess that's an example of where it can work and where it can't work. But Mm. I don't. It's just the vibes of this movie are very very specific. Yeah. I I just really like the soundtrack. And they hit in a
1: certain way. Right. (laughs) They do be hitting. I think it's funny. Like, earlier you said, like, if... I don't know if there's any discourse about this album. I would like to meet somebody who, like, vehemently... I would like to meet somebody who just violently hates the soundtrack for The Great Gatsby. Like, has a (laughs) whole, like, hate account dedicated to it. Like, this is a a Great Gatsby, um, Baz Luhrmann movie soundtrack hate account. And they just, like... (laughs) tweet about how much they hate it and it's like 2022 the movie's been out for years the soundtrack's been out for years and they still just like really don't like it and they still talk about it every day. I'd like to talk to that person.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't think that person exists, but if they do. I'm
1: what's gonna your find? Him? Him. Tell me. Yeah, I'm going to find them. I want to I want to I share. would like to hear
0: your take. Yeah, what's your take? <laughs>
1: um, so what
0: character in this book is your beautiful little fool? Affectionate.
1: Uh, I think Nick Carraway. <laughs> is probably my beautiful little fool. Um, Because as a narrator, he's really fascinating. The way we see the world through his eyes is really fast. It's just like really, wow. Like the intricate ways in which life is described and perceived by him. um, And these like swirling blurs of like parties and bond selling and cigarettes and um, little like vignettes where he talks about whatever. I love that. Um, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, so which is if- kind
0: of like how he is throughout this entire book. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm yeah. obsessed. Yeah,
0: obsessed with it. Um, I also said Nick Carraway because as a narrator, he's just like he's literally just like you said, like he's just along for the ride and he's here for to observe all the drama without getting too involved. And as someone who loves tea, but not to be the part of the brewing, I was like, "Hell yeah, dude! Enjoy the fancy parties, gather information, observe the love triangle, and stay away from the murder." You got this. Mm-hmm. You do you. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just great. Like, like same with Jordan. Um, she's essentially just kind of vibing the whole book too. Yeah, like, it's like like with like fame nowadays. It's like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to like, uh, be famous. You know, everyone kind of wants like, uh, maybe not everyone, but like a lot of people would like like to see how it is to be famous but maybe not necessarily like get in too deep because I feel like um, especially like with Hollywood culture it's like a lot yeah, and um, consuming and terrible but I think like Nick kind of gets to do that in a way where he gets to be super involved but like not get any of the consequences from it but like no one knows who he is he's not involved in like whatever the hell Gatsby's involved in he
1: doesn't like a groupie
0: he, yeah he's just kind of there and like, someone who just likes to be just kind of there mm-hmm. in those situations would be like I don't know I just I respect him for that he was, yeah he was just kind of funny
1: yeah I like that too that's yeah. how that's the level of famous I want to be I want to be like the Rob Kardashian level of famous like I'm just there I'm kind of observing I kind of get into some hot water sometimes but I'm not really like the big deal I'm just kind of there to <laughs> make a little money have a couple brand deals all that you know yeah um So, what character, speaking of the Kardashians, uh, do you think is part of a rotten crowd?
0: Uh, I mean, Tom, obviously. He abuses women, he's racist, and he is also hypocritical in terrible ways. Uh, So, of course he's part of the rotten crowd. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, uh, I want to mention Gatsby, too, because, once again, at the end of the book, the way he tells Daisy how to feel and to tell Tom that... She like he tells Daisy to tell Tom that she never loved him. Uh-huh. It, it makes me feel icky. Yeah, <laughs> like it's and it's it, it's all just because he spent five years in love with the Daisy that he created in his head. Mm. Like, yes, they were in love once, but he left, and she moved on. And he spent so much time in his fantasy world, and he became so detached from reality that he couldn't understand how or why Daisy could love someone else. Uh-huh. And I don't know, the the possession that he felt that he had over her and the way that both he and Tom talked about her when she was literally in the same room with them just made me feel like really, really icky and gross and not nice. <laughs> it's giving
1: like the Sono head vine guy. Yeah, like,
0: yeah.
1: man's gonna like break his skateboard. He's pissed. Yeah,
0: and like like I totally get it. Like you meet someone and you have so, all of these emotions for them, but like if you can't like come back to reality and be like you were gone for a while and mm-hmm. they moved on with their life and it was it's not their fault that you chose to stay in that moment
1: mm-hmm.
0: like they're not even the same like that's five years ago you're not the same person you were five years ago mm-hmm. and i just oh, he just made yucky
1: yeah <laughs> you know yeah maybe that's what that means maybe what that that's what the line means maybe it's you're trying to get back to where you were so you're you're in a you're a boat beating on against the current trying to get back to the past and the boat's taking you away because you can't go back maybe that's it I don't know I can't remember Yeah how
0: it I I I feel like um the whole like so we beat on boats against the current born back ceaselessly, ceaselessly into the past I can read
1: Oh ceaselessly um, into the past right 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 Yeah right.
0: I I feel like that quote is almost just like okay like yes that all happened Mm-hmm. and i f- I feel like um that quote in relation to Gatsby, it's just like he let his past overtake him,
1: yeah, like, yeah he
0: he was stuck in the past, like he could have kept going, mm-hmm. but he just kept coming like circling back to his past, and he wouldn't let that live like move on for them. I feel like that's an example of how, yes, you can't change what happened in your past,, mm-hmm. but you're letting that take over you whereas yeah. like. Daisy can't take back what happened in the past, but she moved on. Like mm-hmm. they're the they're the two uh, the two uh, opposites in that. High schoolers, if you're listening, that's an essay. Yeah, you're
1: welcome. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you can write an essay on it. Also, share it with me. I'll read it.
1: <laughs> I think Tom is like the obvious answer because he's yeah. like wilding the entire book. Like he's just like consistently the most paranoid person there. He's like. People are out to get me and I need to be like he's just wilding like he's just yeah. one of those old rich people that's like super paranoid about um his place in society being taken over by other people um about all of his old money being taken and the vibes are not good um the not vibes exactly. are not good yeah like stop <laughs> get some help get some help <laughs>
0: So, did you have two peaks in the valley for this book? I don't know why I always ask, do you have? <laughs> because we always do. Uh, but what are your two peaks in the valley for this Wouldn't
1: book? Wouldn't it be funny if I was like, nope. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> I don't None. have any. Sometimes
0: uh, that happens, guys. Sometimes we don't have two peaks.
1: Sometimes I don't even have a valley. Um... Yeah. I would say that the writing in this book goes down really smoothly like a nice glass of coffee yum 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 <laughs> those are my thoughts <laughs> I just like the way this guy I like the writing I like it, it it's just like it's a tasty treat on a hot summer it day a tasty treat yeah how about you uh
0: my first week was that I genuinely enjoyed this book uh so much both now and in high school um I remember reading it in high school and just being like oh my like I feel like junior year we read a lot of really good books Mm -hmm. uh and like this one I just remember being excited that I had to do homework about it (laughs) It yeah sounds very like nerdy of me but like you know it is what it is baby like I remember being like yeah I want to analyze this book oh my god please can I just keep reading this book I'm really interested in it and uh, we just had a phenomenal teacher that year too. Shout out, Miss Coco, love my mm, life. Yeah. Uh, she's great. Uh, but we just—I don't know—I just—I really, really like this book, and I feel like if you're—if you didn't get to read this in high school, you should read it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are reading it in high school, lucky you. And if you don't like it and you're reading in high school, uh, give it some time and read it again when you don't have to do it for homework. Because mm. if, I really feel like. Take, and I said this last week too, but take, like, having to read a book because you're told to and because you have to do work from it to get a grade, I feel like it really does take away from reading sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time, but it has the ability to do that. And it did that for me. Um, So just being able to read this book for fun and for enjoyment, I had a great time. It's a wonderful, really well written story. Um, but also it was really nice to have that when I was in high school and actually enjoy it and be like, okay, yeah, I I want to analyze this book. I want to write an essay on this. Like, yeah, it was really cool.
1: Yeah. I think that's all based, honestly, because like it was a really, (laughs) it was a good book. Like I think it was one of the few that I actually really enjoyed. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my second peak is just gay, (laughs) like question mark. Um, I like that there's, like, some ambiguity at some points in the book that kind of suggests that maybe there's something going on there. Um, Yeah. There's been many different interpretations of some of the lines that I'm describing to you now, and, um, uh, like, I just, I don't know what to make of it in the sense that, like, I don't really know, like, what the intentions were of Fitzgerald when he wrote those lines, but I'm having a great time with them, like, I, and I'm trying to remember exactly how we were asked to, or like, how we were kind of guided to interpret those lines in high school.
0: We were, I remember Miss Coco being like, I, I just remember all of us like talking about it. And I remember her saying, like, some people uh, read this book and um, through the lens of, of not Gatsby, of Nick being gay. And it's I me, like I'm some people. Hearing that. Yeah. And I remember hearing that and being like, That's interesting. And, like, I remember a couple of people doing that for a project or whatever we had to do, and um, I wasn't one of those people, but I was one of those people this time Um, just because it was interesting. And the one that really stuck out to me, uh, a moment for uh, Nick, was that it was, like, after a party, and he was with this guy in the elevator, and he says, uh, I don't know, it just kind of cuts to him being, like, It was like, dot, dot, dot. I was standing beside his bed, and he was sitting up between the sheets, clad in his underwear, Mm -hmm. with a great
1: portfolio in his hands. And I was like, how did you get there? (laughs) What's going on here? And what is that portfolio? Is it a portfolio, or is it a penis? (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Like, like what's going on? Like, something happened. If he's not gay, he's bi.
0: Like, he also was with Jordan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's something there and it's, it's not in your face, but it's also not, not there, you know? I don't know. There's, there's something about him.
1: So, um, my valet for this book. Don't
0: ask me about my second peak. It's uh, fine.
1: So, Caitlin's peak for this book. <laughs> I was ready to go on. I was ready to be negative. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: That's okay. No, uh, speaking of, uh, gay media, um, mm. maybe it's because they continue to live rent-free in my head. Um, but this book was giving me so many little parallels of Gatsby and Daisy to Ed and Steed from Our Flag Means Death. Um, <laughs> if anyone's made a bingo board for our podcast, uh, you've you've got that square covered. How many times is Caitlin going to mention this freaking show in this podcast? Why but haven't I made a bingo board yet for our podcast? Where we, I put should. That? <laughs> we should. We should, because <laughs> we'd have so many bingos. Um, but... I I just think that there's a lot of things um, that kind of coincide with uh, their stories, and I think that if you're in high school uh, and you watch that show and yeah. you read this book, you could probably write an essay for it. Yeah, um, I did have some notes that I took. Oh my god, when I was here, hmm, let's see if I can find it.
1: I mean, I'll use this opportunity to tell you that if you're like a high schooler and you're like really into fandom culture, you should absolutely find ways to build that love into your schoolwork so that it'll make your yes. schoolwork more bearable to do. Um, and I say this because one time, um, I think it was in junior year history, I, we were supposed to write like um, like short stories or something about, I don't know, I think, I don't really know what we're supposed to write about. But anyway, I wrote essentially a Sherlock fan fiction. Oh yeah! And <laughs> yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I got a really good grade on it. And I think it's just because I was having a good time.
0: Yeah, because if you if you love something so much, like mm-hmm. if if you're out there and like you have a show that's like you know consuming you, and <laughs> you can find a way to put that in your schoolwork, mm-hmm. you're gonna have so much fun. I think uh, we had a some sort of project our senior year in AP English where part of it was like we had to make like a playlist and we had to um cool specify like why each song was in the playlist and like what we were building it off That's of and really cool. I totally based off of I was in my I was in my who fall era baby yeah. the 12th doctor Clara Oswald from doctor who big shipper uh put that into that project and I also did very well on it because I cared so much about it and I wanted it to be good
1: I can't um, believe she made us write a play. That's so cool. She just signed the best projects.
0: Miss oh, Coco, wow. God bless her. Yeah. Um, I did find a couple of quotes that I highlighted uh, oh, for right. my black bonnet AU sort of thing. So yes. if you're a high schooler and you wanna, if you, and I'm not. I'm not gonna do the work for you, but I'm just nudging you in the direction. Um, there's a quote that said, He had been full of the idea so long, dreamed it right through to the end, waited with his teeth set, so to speak, at an incon- inconceivable pitch of intensity. Now, in the reaction, he was running down like an overwhelmed clock. And I just said... Oh, sugarcoats, where did it go? Hello? I said, there's a black bonnet at Gatsby I use somewhere near. And in here. There's something in there, yeah. And then I also put... um it makes me sad. Be- there's a quote that says, "It makes me sad because I've never seen such such beautiful shirts before," <laughs> to, which is just such an Ed thing to say. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, "Black, blonde, and gasp, Vau! I'm saying." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: oh, and then I'm going to fix everything just the way it was before. And I said, Ugh. "Okay,
1: Steed." <laughs> Retro, that was like, nope.
0: Again, there's just like little things, and, and I totally could just be because. Uh, this show is consistently just playing in the background of my head. Yeah. But I think you could do something with it. You could totally do something with it. No, so yeah. once again, if you're a high schooler out there or someone who just wants to write an essay that is has parallels between the Great Gatsby and Our Flag means death, by all means send it my way. I will read it. So
1: hard. She'll, she'll <laughs> actually grade it for you too. Like I'll grade it for you and you'll get an A immediately. <laughs> you'll get an a immediately. Um Oh my God. Yeah. Um did you have any valleys? For this, uh, old sport, T- just, that. <laughs> just that. Did you hear yeah. it forty three times? Too many. Is that it?
0: Forty three times too many. <laughs> I will. I will send i I'll put a screenshot in our story uh, when this comes out of just all of the <laughs> highlighted old sports in my in my notes. It just happens so many times, and it, it's it's one of those things where you know we all have like a word that we say a lot, mm-hmm. um, whether we realize it or not. Um, I have been told by my uncle that I say whatnot a lot. Oh, whatnot. That's a good one. Because he calls a lot and I say it. I say whatnot a lot. And now I'm super hyper aware of it every time I say it. Um, So when I was like looking for, uh, when I was starting to count how many times or just keep track of how many times Old Sport was said, every time he said it I was like, you just said this two lines <laughs> ago like, stop come up with it. a new nickname. Heard, heard, yeah There was, there was one point where uh, Tom was like, stop calling me Old Sport and immediately Jay Gatsby was just like okay, Old Sport <laughs>
1: I was just like, dude, come bro. on <laughs> Bro, turn it down a couple notches bro <laughs> it, was,
0: it, was like, it was hilarious, but I was just like Oh my god! to come up. Yeah. Like, why? I just want to know why, old sport. But what really, what really gets me going um, is that um, I don't know if anyone follows Spark Notes on Instagram, but they call everybody old
1: sport in the That's comments. Hilarious.
0: They're like, "We totally know old sport." Or "Good luck on USA, old sport." I, and I'm just like, I respect their you for in that. intern
1: deserves so much for that. Like,
0: oh my god! I so hope they're getting much. paid well. Yes. What was your valley? Um,
1: mine is, like, eh. I understand that the writer writes what they know, you know? Like, that's often the case with a lot of novelists. But Fitzgerald really did not know how to write anything that wasn't inspired by his wife Zelda. Like, her likeness, which is who Daisy is based off of, her letters, her diaries. I don't know why, but that just fucks me. It's, like, men really cannot have one original thought, huh? Like... (laughs) Not a one. Like it's like, hmm, what's my wife doing? Let me publish a book off of that and become <laughs> exceedingly famous. And there's one point where I believe she accuses him of plagiarism, and I don't know if she. This was like it was kind of like joking, but it was also kind of like, ha 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 ha, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna see your ass. And I think that's for real, I think that's they had like they were had a pretty toxic relationship anyway, both of them. But like, there's something just to me that's valid because like I don't know like. Like, write about something write about is your life that boring that you're like, My wife is not boring and she's not a loser, but I am a loser and I'm boring, so I'm gonna have to write about her. Like, great writer, but like
0: (sighs) I would just at least get her permission first. I meant to look this up before Yeah. Uh we started, but (laughs) I didn't. I believe
1: that she gave him permission at one point, but then down the line was kinda like so i
0: wish i didn't do that because wasn't it like it was her diaries right yeah
1: and like i don't know it's just like that kind of gives me the ick i don't know why it just gives me the ick like yeah um yeah um so i don't know why i made this suggestion a couple like (laughs) last time when we did this but i said we should both tell me we should both tell a high school story each podcast making my
0: brain hurt which
1: is really (laughs) scary because i think i i don't I literally don't remember it, and it's like kind of scary that I don't remember it. Like I feel like I need to go to a therapist and work that out because I do not remember high school at all. Um,
0: I remember a lot of high school, but not any of nothing, it, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember it, but I don't. Like, I remember the high points for me, and I remember some low points for me, but like not enough to be like, Oh, yeah, I remember in high school when this person said this, yeah, or whatever. Um like I'm sure if I scrolled through pictures from high school I'd be like, oh I could remember certain things, but
1: I remember being at Sam's house a lot and that's pretty much yeah. it and I don't remember anything else. <laughs> Those were the most important parts
0: <laughs> for the days at Sam's house. But do you have a story? I
1: do remember that and this is a Gatsby related story. Um I think this was my sophomore year, maybe my freshman year. I'm going to say sophomore. No, nope, freshman year. Um it was Halloween and I wore a flapper costume. Um Mm. and two other very 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 pretty girls in a couple grades above me also wear flapper costumes, (laughs) and we were all like, "Oh my god, we gotta get a picture together!" So we got this picture. (laughs) I gotta find it. And they both look gorgeous. Like they're both they were both very slim, very beautiful women. And or girls, I suppose, and they both like are posing, and then there's me on the end, and I look disheveled. Oh, baby! <laughs> because I spent most of my, I think, like my high school. This is probably why I don't remember. I think I spent most of high school very disheveled. So like it's just these two gorgeous girls. They're posed exactly the same. Their hands are at the same height. Just and then there's me and my hands are a little slanted down and I just like have this face of like true discomfort as all freshmen do.
0: <laughs> this is not not on you at all, but your your description of it just made me think of um <laughs> hold on hold on hold on it just made me think of the SNL skit where it's just like and
1: I do need that's exactly what I was thinking of yeah they're like I'm wearing a flapper dress I'm also wearing a flapper dress and I like carrots and I like to stick them in my mouth with hummus and then chew them around and spit them out and feed them from my mouth to my dog's mouth like a little baby bird
0: chasing cars
1: and i like chasing cars (laughs) (laughs) and i uh sometimes i i don't know (laughs) like i'm a mess i really was a mess that's hilarious my i found i i one time i kept a sandwich in my locker that my dad made me for too long and it grew mold nice (laughs) Everybody else is like, I'm beautiful, I'm gorgeous. And I'm like, one time I kept a sandwich in my locker that had mold on it. And when I took it out, I smelled it and thought, huh, maybe I could still eat this because I'm pretty hungry today and I didn't have snack time. But I definitely couldn't, so I threw it in the trash can, and my stats teacher came out and said, hey, what's that smell? And I said, oh, nothing. It's not me at all. I don't smell like that. I wear deodorant. Because I was so uncomfortable and self-conscious that I smelled like B.O., but it was just the sandwich. And then I locked my locker, uh, and it still smelled like that for many months afterward.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. I share a piece of myself on this podcast that no one else in the world gets anywhere else, not even Caitlin. This
0: is true. That, that's the first time I've heard of this uh, locker sandwich story. and My locker was across the hall from her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that smell was!
1: <laughs> yup. The aroma came back to me when I realized how much of a mess I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, What's yours? You know, I don't, like I said, I don't remember a lot from high school, but here's something that stuck with me forever. Okay? okay. It makes me laugh to this day and now if you've been a long time listener of this podcast you know my humor is so stupid it doesn't take a lot if you know me in real life you could say the dumbest shit and i will be in tears laughing mm. um but this <laughs> uh it was my sophomore year of high school we were in spanish class and um there was this guy named kyle yeah. and <laughs> he uh our teacher did not like him yeah. why I don't know because half the time he really wasn't doing anything, but she just kept yelling at him for no reason. I remember this, yeah. <laughs> and um sometimes but like he was also the type of person who'd be like, mm, if I can make people laugh or if I can make our teacher mad, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Uh which I kind of respected. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we were in Spanish class and it is pivotal to the story that in Spanish, um, nosotros is we
1: oui. mm. um
0: and so Kyle raises his hand and um he's like, So if you're like in uh Spain or wherever, uh, like and they speak Spanish and they're going on a roller coaster and they and when all like the Spaniards are going down the roller coaster do they go, No Sotros <laughs> And it still makes me laugh. That's day. so stupid. Teacher, she got so mad at him. I think she yelled at him for, like, disrupting class. No. And I'm over here in the corner, like, trying not to burst out laughing because it was the funniest shit I heard all day. It was, like, the day had just started, and I was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> and sometimes, like, I'll I I'll, like, I'll go by, and, like, if we go to, like, an amusement park, which is never, but if I just even think about a roller coaster or a seat one, I just think...
1: No, so true. <laughs> Honestly, that's a really good joke. Like,
0: it makes me laugh so hard.
1: <laughs> just that's so really stupid. good. Wow. Um,
0: shout out to Kyle. It yeah. Just that's gonna stick with me forever. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle.
1: Um. So, uh, coming back to our taking the roller coaster back to our book for a second. <laughs> um, on a scale of one to five, <clears throat> old sports. how many old sports would you give this book
0: i would give this four old sports out of five i hope that everyone reads this book at some point in their lives is it's just it's just a good book it's a good story it's an interesting it's an interesting outlook on a period of time that uh like you know everyone calls it the roaring 20s but Mm -hmm. like not everyone uh was having a roaring time not everybody
1: was having a roaring time yeah, most and people I just, were living through the Great Depression. So,
0: <laughs> some people are doing that now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> it's <laughs>
0: hmm, it's almost like Easy. the roaring twenties
1: weren't roaring, um, unless you were super it, rich.
0: It's it's uh, it's almost like we beat on boats against the current, born back ceaselessly <laughs> into the past. Oh no. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I really, I really enjoyed this book. Uh, Like I said, both in high school, which was rare, and now, Mm -hmm. which is very fun. So four out of five old sports for me. How many old sports do you rate this book? Old sport. uh, I
1: think four out of five was my answer, too. Um, Because, wait. What? I just thought of another high school story. Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right. Um, so I'm saying this because I just realized I kind of copied you in this sense. Um, so one time.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I, I know. I know. I know. I
1: feel like we can wait till next week to tell this, but I want to tell it now. because no, you can do it now. One
0: time,
1: Caitlin and I took a class in our global class. Nope. One time, Caitlin and I uh, had a global quiz in our yeah, global did. class, hence global quiz. And, um, we sat next to each other, but our desks were all kind of like far apart. Like I wouldn't be able to see what she was writing in her paper, nor would she be able to see what I was writing on mine. Correct. And it was multiple choice. And then I think the very last question was like a, uh, open answer. Um, so we wrote our answers down and then we wrote our open answers and we all handed them in. And I did not think about this for weeks until it was graded. And when it was graded, it yep. came back to us with writing on the side. But the writing, it was just like half of, of writing, like it, it just written um, vertically down oh, the paper. Yeah. But I couldn't like figure out what it said. And I was like, why the fuck? So I went up to my global teacher. I said, hey, uh, what is this? Like, did you accidentally write on this? He goes, go find the person in the class that has that matches your what's written on it. I was like, um You made a game. Okay. Which first of all is so embarrassing, like because like everybody else is getting their scores back, but meanwhile, like I have to go around to (laughs) every other fucking person and try to find who matches their paper and in the process show other people my score and yada yada. Like very embarrassing. So I go around the room, I find Caitlin at the end of all this. She also has the writing on her paper. Is that the perspective (laughs) you have on this as well?
0: Yeah, I honestly, I don't remember a lot. I remember, like, the worry of, like, him thinking that we cheated, but knowing that we didn't. And I didn't know how to explain to him that, yes, we sat near each other, but no, we didn't cheat. Because I'm too afraid of consequences, (laughs) especially men. Like, I was terrified of getting in trouble. Yeah, same. I never went to the principal's office. I never did, like, I never like never on purpose yeah I don't but think I, I, ever I ever got done. in like, trouble in
1: high school either yeah
0: I was terrified Same. so there was no way like and like like when we say that our our we sat next to each other like we had a space in between each other yeah because they like, make like, you we,
1: separate your desks for quizzes yeah
0: because <laughs> teachers do that and so like we were ne- and, and I it's like we, we're very close friends mm-hmm. um in case you didn't know that already, but we were very, very close in high school too. And so, and like he knew that. So I think it was just automatic for him to be like, they're near each other, to- they're best friends. They totally like cheated off of each other. And I just remember just trying to be him like, no, like, explain to him, like, we didn't. I swear to God, we did not cheat on this test. And I was just like terrified of getting, getting in trouble. And it was like, this is how my brain works. I'm such a paranoid person where I'm like, I cheated on this test and that
1: for a while, I'm never going to finish high school and I'm yeah. not going to get into college. <laughs> like, it was terrifying. I, yeah. And, like, because that's what happened was ultimately I found her, we connected our papers, and the writing formed, like, basically formed, like, something that said, like, explain to me why you have the same answers, or, like, you both cheated, or just, it said something of that nature. Um, yeah. And that's how we found out, like, that we were being accused of cheating, was he'd written this writing in between our papers, and when we connected that's them, so it made the full like it's like the parent trap when they
0: put the yeah the when they put the like, photo that's together my mom that's my dad except it's like D- i
1: didn't cheat on you i swear yes. to god <laughs> i distinctly remember that the reason he thought this is because we'd gotten all of our multiple choice answers the same and then yeah. our last answer on the on the test the question had been something something and we hadn't known it and we'd both put the queen of england question mark or something i don't, of that I don't, nature. I don't even remember no no what that's what, what we'd said Um, Really? Yes. And he thought that that, and we We both, both yeah, or like, it, it might have been some other monarch, but it was essentially that, like, kind of like a guessing answer. And he thought, because that's what we'd put, and because of how specific it was, that that's, like, we had just, like, been cheating, but in actuality, we were both, that's just, I think we just both have the type of personality that, like, when yeah. we didn't get something right, we were like, "What?" Like the Queen of England, I guess. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I can totally see both of us doing like, I don't know, the Queen. Like, that's the only
0: monarch that you know, oh, the Queen of England. All right. And I fully remember. If yeah. you were across the room, this probably never would have been an issue.
1: I fu- right, and I remember saying, I remember distinctly saying to him, "We have very similar personalities, so you shouldn't doubt that we would put a, put the same fucking answer. We're friends, like.
0: Also, we probably studied
1: together. Yeah, <laughs> so no wonder why we had all
0: the same answers.
1: And, like, I don't know, like, I just, I think about that to this day because that did give me the most anxiety I think I've think i ever had in a classroom about anything. Yeah,
0: I, I distinctly remember you jokingly, but I didn't know at the time, saying, like, I don't know, I just remember being in the auditorium because we were like, I don't know for choir or something. Uh-huh. I just remember you going, Anna. Well, Caitlin cheated on my global test, and I remember being like, "No, I
1: didn't. I yeah, swear to God, because <laughs> I, I was it. afraid that you thought like because I was also afraid. It was less about him; it was more about I want my friend to think I cheated on her. Yes. Yeah, so you're like, so you cheated on me. <laughs> I had to. I had to point the blame. No, like, I didn't think that. I never thought that. I just thought it was weird. But I, just as remember, shit. I just
0: remember you. That's that's my one like really distinct memory is just like hearing you say that and being like no I didn't I don't know how to I don't know like because you know like when you know you didn't do something and you're just trying to get someone to believe you and they just won't and you're like I don't know what else to tell you yes this isn't true yes
1: (laughs) right and at the end of the day I think that was the thing that frustrated me the most about the whole experience is just like we both very obviously didn't cheat. And like, we just, it it didn't matter what we said, he just was not going to believe us. Like he was in his mindset. He was in his boomer moment. He was having a boomer moment. He was like, (laughs) no, he felt, and he was so happy that he'd done this. He thought he was very like clever. So clever. Yeah. I have a feeling he tells that story to to classes now. And he's like, and it's true. They did cheat. And one of these days, one of these days, (laughs) I'm going to like break down the door and be like, we did it.
0: (laughs) That didn't happen. I just, I don't remember, like, and here's the thing, the outcome of that didn't fucking matter.
1: No! <laughs> no, no, like, people have done worse things. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, no. Um, like, we're good. No. <laughs> um, but
0: However, you did cheat on your rating for this book, so
1: I, I did. I did, I copied Caitlin's rating, because I also said four out of five, um, because I liked the writing a lot. And if I did have to choose one book of those that we've written to remain a stable text for high school students, like at gunpoint, like if somebody made me choose, um, because ultimately I'd probably just say throughout the whole canon, like it's a nightmare. Um, but if I had to choose, I would probably choose this one. Like it's a good book. It It keeps me, it, it, it keeps me engaged. I like it. Thank you for listening to Lit by Moonlight. Tune in next time when we may or may not have trauma from how absolutely unreasonably graphic Lord of the Flies is.
0: Mommy, I'm scared. Yeah. Piggy! All I remember is Piggy. I'm afraid. Ugh,
1: Piggy.